Today's Braze Bits is brought to you by Discord Inferno. Burn, baby, burn. Burn those eggs now. Burn, baby, burn. That bacon's crispy, not burnt. Discord Inferno, to my surprise. Seidel and Snackery are spreading lies. About me on the Discord. Sign up for the Discord community. Check out the link in the Braze Bits Instagram or DMS to experience the Discord Inferno. We got some breeze beats. We got some breeze beats. They're coming in hot, so ready or not for breeze bits. Mmm, bits. Lance, how the hell are you? All right. I'm pretty good. Thanks for asking, Lance. I'm I'm fired up. Episode 94, <laughs> Braze Bits. Welcome to the Brazerbacks. I'm here. I don't know if anyone could hear the chaos happening outside my apartment. It's just chaos out there. I'm hearing a couple sirens, of sirens. honking. Derek Siren, a guy from my high school. Sirens are going off. Someone's going nuts. Carroll Gardens, the mean streets out there, Lance. People just start selling food on those streets. Probably get a lot of car piled up. It'd be a good place for, for street food. Exactly. Right now. Normally, no. There's some sort of major traffic situation happening. This is a neighborhood in Brooklyn where a lot of people do have cars, but you could also, you don't need a car per se, the fancy restaurant in Midtown. We oui, we. Oui. But people have, we have a car. I have a car. Derek car. I have a car as well. Cars, the, the movie. Cars 2. Cars 3. Did you know that Dane Cook is like the car? What do you? What is he he voices the car. I don't think I've ever actually the seen car. the movies, the, the car movies. I don't know if anyone's seen it. I've, I've played the game, seen it. You ever play that game? It's a movie trivia? Vaguely, yeah. One of my childhood friends growing up, who definitely does not listen to the pod, we'll call him Steve Kerr. Role he play. had that. Great side dish. He had that. He would, he would not like the pod. He would hate the reference jokes that I would make. So he, this would not be good for him. We don't do that many references. Just a couple I'm a of references. I'm an almanac. Someone's just citing Almanac, Almanac Goldberg. Lance, how the hell are how the, you? I beat you, you do it again, Lance. You, you stepped, you're too fast. Too furious, Lance. How the hell are you? I, I get there's a lot going on outside, but what's going inside that, that chef's hat? Uh, just air. All right. There's nothing, nothing going on inside. I'm focused on, I've been thinking about bits all day and night. I'm doing my recording in less than two weeks. And Plug it. I'm like, Plug I'm it like this bit. Yeah, come to my recording if you haven't bought tickets already. There's a few tickets left. It's on Friday, uh, Sunday, September 26th. The Artisan is going to be opening. I'm going to be a nice appetizer. I'm going to be a nice mezze platter. Tip me in. Not a side dish. No. An appetizer. Anyway, I've been thinking about bits all day, but a little meal prep will transition to. Mr. October noted that neither of us had mentioned kimchi in our top nine sides. The oversight. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't have it. I was thinking about kimchi. I'm not a huge kimchi fan. I haven't had it enough. It's intimidating to me. I never had it growing up, and I've now I have it a fair amount. Actually, I get it from the farmer's market a fair amount. And, yeah, it's a great a great side. It's impossible. Mr. October, I think he decided, described it as the side. It feels like a very, like, adult 
progressive palette side. Like in, uh, kimchi always kimchi, overpowers everything. Kimchi is by far the number one side dish, the Tiger Woods of side dishes. Snackery wow. claims that it transcends the bounds of a side dish and its own thing, which I don't disagree with. Okay. I mean, you don't, if you don't grow up having kimchi, then you're introduced to it a bit later, perhaps. Mm-hmm. But I like I've, I've grown, to, grown to like it. But I'm one of, you know, you hear about all these, like, these white kids who thought things were gross in third grade and then be, adopt loving kimchi. I don't remember kimchi in third grade. I don't remember hearing about it until like high school. Same. But I was, I'm sure I was, you know, one of those, one of those people. I'm definitely intimidated by it. Just the look of it, the smell of it. I'm sure I would like it once I kind of, my palate grew to it. You like cabbage? I love cabbage. You're a cabbage patch kid. I'm a sour patch kid. It's just, every time I've had it, it's like everything it goes with, it kind of, it takes over. It's, it's so, uh. It's like DJ Khaled. We the best. We taken over. We number one. There's that, and then I got a, I got some corned beef with Phil Jackson. Phil, there's Discord and Photo going on. You know this is coming, Phil Jackson. Phil is really trying to push my buttons, and I don't like it. I love it. I'm here. I'm here to stand for Phil. I stand with Jackson. You are wrong. This is a take that Phil won't back down from, and you got to back down. We got to back up and explain to the people who aren't. We're like, we're becoming these people who, you know how when friends have a conversation and there's one friend who doesn't know what's going on mm-hmm. and we think we're so cool, but we're losers because we're not telling the other friend. We need the new Brazerbacks to know what's going on. What's going on, Jesse? A lot's going on. But it's also, I think Brazerbacks who listen all the time kind of like that shorthand, but we do, we have new They do, but you, have, there's, there's a difference. Here. There's a difference between inside reward and exclusion. And we're towing that line. Let's tow the line, back the truck up. I'll beep my way out of it. A long time ago, it feels like many decades ago, we did our top nine egg dishes. And Lance had on his top nine, pretty high up, corned beef hash, which was argued and debated extensively in the pod. Is that an egg dish? Phil Jackson does not believe that that is an egg dish. He's been riled up about that, Pat Riley, for a long time. Lance has now... Every time he goes to a diner, he takes a screenshot of the menu to prove to Phil that corned beef hash is an egg dish. But Phil won't back down. Phil is now saying, if you're going to say corned beef hash is an egg dish, then that means that you're saying Canadian bacon's an egg dish. Bacon is oh. an egg dish. No. Is, is our fries a burger dish? It was within the framework of egg dishes. So corned beef hash with eggs is an egg dish undeniable and the menus prove it time and time again there's an 100 percent conversion rate i expected there i expected to be honest phil to be a little bit right i expected there to be some diner menus that don't have corned beef hash in the egg section and i've haven't been proven wrong yet but wouldn't you say it's more of an addition to an egg dish it's not like oh the corned beef hash is it's the it's the prime thing because it's like with the eggs you need the eggs for it so it's an egg dish therefore but it's kind of the feature. Uh, it's kind of like how an omelet, you're getting the things in the omelet. Those, that's the feature. I'm right. It's okay. I stand with Phil, the Zen master. There's also been a lot of other of, in, in Fuego Inferno stuff going on the Discord. Exactly. Join, join the Discord. Let's, let's back up. Back up. Back up. 
You keep going, driving forward. You're plowing forward. You're cutting people off in traffic. We know you. Join the Discord. I'm going to cut you off. I'm not going to signal. I'm going to signal. The Discord you could join by clicking the link on our Instagram or emailing us at brazebits at gmail.com. But it's an invite, but it's an open invite. Open open invitation. We're an open book. We're an open Discord community. I would love to get some more people in there. Zachary Schnackery took a, a swing of my neck, I would say. He said that I am, because, well, I'll, I'll back it up even more. Seidel commented on my QAB last week where I was at Starbucks and I had a mobile ordering situation. I also ran into a, a local, comment, local historian who was very aggressive with me and threw some shade my way that I took. Seidel threw out in the Discord that he's surprised that I didn't accuse him of being this Starbucks character, which is a very suspicious thing to say. I would say that is opening it up to he seems to be almost guilty. Like now I'm thinking maybe that was Seidel. Maybe Seidel thinks I'm the Dave Matthews Matthews band of comedy. Seidel's just putting the more onus on himself. And then I said, Seidel, you're you're just a twisted sister. Then Snackery comes in over the top and says that I'm projecting, he's called me twisted. Snackery called me twisted and said that I'm projecting my darkness, my dark thoughts on the Seidel. That is baloney and cheese. I am not the one. I didn't just project Seidel lurking in the shadows of my show, not introducing myself. I did not project Seidel first episode saying that we're going too fast and he can't keep up. Maybe I didn't project that. I didn't project Seidel is not. He said. Did you project Seidel uh, giving Wack Goldberg the victory to our review contest we had back in the day? That was just the, exactly. Thank you. That was just a fact. <laughs> Seidel just coming. I didn't project him calling me Oprah for giving out ice cream after my Giggles and Cream shows. He's not my canvas. Seidel's my toilet. <laughs> I don't know. I think you're afraid of uh, the reflection in the mirror. I'm Seidel knows how to get you. I he, he typed he typed I am his canvas and I knew I knew that that pushed the button. He does and push Snackery, Snackery, the thing is Snackery is an unbiased Snackery calls it how it is. He doesn't lean either way in terms of your and Seidel's rivalry. I don't know about he calls that. Calls it like it is. He's crispy. Did Snackery grow up with Seidel? Possibly. He sure, he sure did. And you're saying he's not Len biased? <laughs> he's not. He's not biased. He's an objective source. There's no I chance. guarantee it. Men's Warehouse. I'll get a couple of suits. Anything else in the Discord that was spicy? I think that was kind of it. I think that's the, the main highlights. Hop in the Discord. It's, it's starting to get real dicey in there. Andrew Dicey. Got any highlights? Yeah, I got a highlight. Yeah, let's hear it. I think my highlight should be second, though. Okay. Uh, then I should go first then, right? That's right, yeah. My highlight, you were talking about a farmer's market getting kimchi. I'm very jealous. There's not a lot of farmer's markets in Astoria. I don't think there are any. I don't really Are there any why. farmers? There's a friend of a farmer. I don't think there's any farmers. But there's definitely no farmer's markets. There's, I've seen it on the Reddit. There, people are always asking about it. I don't, I don't know if Reddit would know about farmer's markets. I feel like Reddit's about staying inside. A story of Reddit is, is different than most Reddits. It's a lot of, it's more of a community. It's a lot of out, people trying to meet people, outdoor people, people are fertilizing, people are composting. You'd be surprised about the story of Reddit. I haven't read it, so you might be right. You should read it. I read it. But there wasn't a farmer's market yesterday, but there was a street fair 
and I didn't know it was there. It was literally two blocks away from my apartment, and it was it was a, a beautiful street fair. I got a a nice candle, a homemade candle that has a hazelnut cappuccino scent. It smells like a coffee shop in my apartment. It's absolutely delectable. And then I got some Jamaican food. I got some jerk chicken, oxtail, plantains. It was a beautiful day yesterday. I walked around. There, there were some rides. Kids were riding rides. And I just walked up and down the street a couple of times, got some food, got a candle, all before 1 o'clock. And then I watched Red Zone for seven straight hours with Scott Hansen, the top nine TV personality. That was my highlight. Not a bad highlight. Thank you. I've never, I've never had oxtail because every time I've gone to like a place that has oxtail, it's the most expensive thing. And you know me. Sure. This, this was affordable. The whole platter was like 15, 16 bucks. Yeah. Jerk chicken was so good. It was, the, it was fresh. It's, it's, it's a great, great flavor. Yeah. There was, some, there was something else I was going to, Oh yeah. There were a bunch of street fairs this weekend. There are a lot, there was one big one by me on Saturday. And I'm like, what are these people doing having a street fair on nine 11? What is this? It's not great. Well, they're trying to make money for the city. Who? You're not supposed to have fun on nine 11 anymore. It just, it's like, you could see, you could like see the town. Like, I, like my neighborhood is one where I feel like a lot of people have been there. Right. A lot of people probably had people they lost dealing with nine 11. Sure. And uh, it's interesting. I mean, now I feel like the 20 year market's becoming, this this other thing and it's it's very interesting it just it just seemed to me like i don't know i didn't do anything on saturday i didn't do shows and not that i'm like in mourning but it just seemed like it's it seems like i'm not gonna not gonna do anything i don't know the 20th one you know i don't know interesting i don't i didn't feel that way i didn't i went to a couple shows i went to a show in bushwick at the tiny cupboard crowd was hot I watched it. I don't know. I think people want to live their lives and you can still honor the day and still. I'm letting the terrorists win. You sure are. You got any highlights? I was waiting for you to ask. So as you know, I don't really have fun. Why fun? But in my way, but I don't really like go out necessarily. Mm -hmm. Right. Anymore. It's it's not, not, I'm not interested in it. I feel like there's been a, not that I, so I've missed out on it, but I've never been upset that I've missed out on it. Like comedians, like going out and hanging out. I've done it, you know, I've like gone to diners and things and I've like socialized, but like, you know, there's a lot of comedians that are just like going out all the time, hanging out. You hear Mm -hmm. about it, you know, what's happening. Mm -hmm. I remember, especially when we first started, when we were a bit younger, there was always that element. And I remember there was some drama with people hooking up with people and then, two of my friends, there's a fight over a girl and they I mean, both names. were like trying to, I'm not going to name names, get, get the drop. I'll tell you. This is how Patreon. we're going to blow up. This Patreon. Is how, all right. Subscribe to the Patreon. I'll say two guys next, going after uh, a girl, two guys, one cup. And they're trying to get me in because I was friends with both of them. I was like, I'm not involved in this. Okay. I don't, I didn't even know. I didn't, I didn't know anything about it until they both told me separately. Okay. Anyway. So missed all that. And I never really was, upset about it. Cause I was like, I don't need this, but there is an element, right. Of people doing that. And it's like, that's just not, has not been part of my comedy experience. Um, but son- last night, Sunday, hanging at good hang at the lantern. Love a good hang. I did. Well, all, the six o'clock show got canceled, <clears> but the eight o'clock and 10 o'clock show were fun. Just hanging out, having a good time. And 
it was it was myself, Jake Velasquez, Zach Rizal, and Jessica Levin. Good crew, strong crew. And we were just hanging out, and we said, and you know, Zach's always like likes to do uh, semi interesting things, and he's like, I want to get some cheesecake. <clears throat> so we all went to Cafe Reggio and got cheesecake at like eleven p.m. on Sunday, and just hung out outside for like an hour. I got home at one in the morning. No way! But it was a great time unexpected serendipitous italian cheesecake from cafe reggio which is a kind of historic place on mcdougall street delicious i've had the italian cheesecake there before just a good a good time good hang shooting the shit never really never really uh have fun while i do comedy so it was nice that sounds fantastic that's very uh out of the ordinary for you doing a spontaneous just saying yes to go and get cheesecake and you, you said last week, maybe it was on the Patreon, you usually like to eat somewhere and then not have to take a, a long train home. But I guess this is more this was dessert. This is a little different. Yeah, it wasn't like going out. And I was there, like we walked a block to go to Cafe Reggio. Nighttime, seeing the life of McDougal Street. I feel like also Friday and Saturdays are a bit chaotic, but Sunday it's still fun, but it's not super crazy. Okay. I'm a big, you know, I'm a big off-peak guy. I'll go out off-peak nights. Take the train I'll, off-peak hours. I'll take the train off-peak hours. I love mountain peaks. I'll love to visit beach towns in the winter. Give me a peek. I'll get off it. You're going to find a valley. Cafe Reggio Watts is really a, a cool place. I've done a lot of writing there. It's cool vibes in there. We sat outside on the street. You love that. Got the energy. Had some food. Movie. We had some food on the street. You love that. Good times, good riffs. Good riffs. And I think my favorite part of it was eating food on the street. Why? Because this week we're doing our top nine street foods, Jesse. What a transition. That was incredible. Organic. Top nine street foods, Lance. Top nine street food options can go a lot of different ways. I'm excited about it. I am excited about it, too. I'm surprised we haven't done this one yet. Same. But this would not, you eating cheesecake on the street would not be considered. We're talking being sold on the street. That cheesecake was sold indoors. Say what you want. No, you're right. Say what you want. I'm in a musical mood. We were talking about musicals. Uh, have you ever seen La La Land? No. You don't need to. I've heard it's great. We are talking about it yesterday. Igor Martinez thought it was like the best and everyone else. It's garbage. Oh. It's a homeless man's A Star Is Born. Never saw A Star Is Born. I got to see that too. I'm not a That's big musical movie guy, even though I love Christmas. No, me neither. I'm High school musical guy. though. True. Top nine street foods, Lance. I'll go first. I'll go. I'll get on base. Order up. My number nine, a classic, one that I have enjoyed over the past few years. I had it for the first time in Israel on birthright. It's chicken shawarma. Shawarma mama, sita. I feel like I was always kind of almost grossed out by shawarma, the thought of it and the way it looks. It kind of doesn't look that appealing, the pile of meat on the spigot and it's going around in circles and it's kind of dripping and all juicy. But once you kind of see the process of how the flavors come together and the crispy edges, once they seared on a pan and it's been roasting and toasting for so long, a good chicken shawarma is incredible. The uh, King of falafel truck in Astoria is a Palestinian truck that makes great falafel and shawarma. It's the best I've ever had. Yeah. Top nine street food. Number nine, chicken shawarma. You're really kind of being vulnerable right here, telling a lot about yourself. You're really 
doing your reveal shawarma jean thing yourself. <laughs> I am. I am. I'm reveal shawarma all the time. Yeah, that's good. I've always, I guess, I mean, now that I think about it, obviously I, I like shawarma a lot. I always think of lamb more yeah. so than chicken. I feel like that's maybe the more usual, that's, even beef. Yeah. But chicken lamb. also, like now that I think about it, I'm like, yeah, of course I've had chicken shawarma. Lamb is like the, I think the number one option for shawarma. Yeah. But I'll, I'll usually go chicken. But you got to love meat cooked on a spit. Yeah. It just, the whole, it's, there was, I think we talked about this. There was a episode of David Chang's show, Ugly Delicious. That was all just about meat being cooked on a spit. And it was really interesting talking about kind of the, I don't think etymology is the right word, but I think that's how things are named. Like how it's been spread across the world is what I'm trying to say. And just like, it makes you so hungry. It, it's rotating. It's being cooked. You shave a little bit off. You love a shave. It kind of is the ultimate. I'll, I'll talk about it a little, this kind of thing a little bit later. So I'll, I won't reveal charm my cards just yet. Mark Spitz. It's uh it's strong. My number eight street food options. I'm not sure if you're going to see this one coming. It's candied nuts. I'm going nuts for nuts, Lance. I talked about a while ago that a kid from my middle school used to bring nuts for nuts in his pocket, dumped out into school. That's my first intro to these nuts. I've had them many times. These candied nuts all, all along the streets of Manhattan. Smells like a circus. Just can't, so bad for you, but so delicious. Just like sugar covered in peanuts and not pistachios. All different kinds of nuts. Usually cashews. Nuts for nuts. What more can I say? I don't have on my list, but I'm not against it. This is really like the first thing I have like a sensory association with New York City. Love that. A little bit about me. I was born in New York City. I don't know if you knew that. So was I. I was born in the city. What hospital? New York Hospital. I'm a Mount Sinai boy. You, you got the commandments. Amen. But I didn't grow, grow up on Long Island. Went into the city often. And, and got out of the city get, often. Now I get out of the city. Before I went in the city. Right. But the nuts, I feel like, are kind of the first pungent. It's like, this is New York. Someone's like selling nuts on the side of the street. This is nuts. It's absolutely nuts. And I think maybe it's just in hindsight. Hindsight is 2080. But I feel like they used to be everywhere. And now they're like not. And I think it has something to do with allergies. Interesting. (laughs) But... I, I might be totally, it might be totally wrong. Maybe I just don't notice them. Maybe I'm not in as many kind of tourist places as I used to be, but that's just my, my hunch back of Notre Dame. It's an Irish opinion. I see him still a decent amount. Maybe it's just when we were little, you had your eye for these nuts. Like you were kind of always looking out for these nuts and now you're, you're have your eye on other prizes. That's my theory. Corned beef and hash. Corned beef fish. Not an egg dish. My number seven is tacos. I'm going nuts for a taco street truck. There's one on Dimmars that's fantastic. It's simple, but a fresh taco from a, a street food truck is absolutely delicious. Give me some carnitas. Give me some steak. Give me some pollo, a little onion, a little guacamole, piping hot off the griddle. Taco fall. I'm falling in love with it. 
Jesse, tacos at number seven. Lance, hold my beer. (laughs) What kind of beer? I'll hold your beer. You know those people who make those like comments on like YouTube? Yeah. But I don't always get what it means. It's I don't know what I hated it. It makes me want to gouge my eyes out every time I see it. Just means I'm going to talk about it later, or I'm going to have. I'm going to like. I think I'm going to. I'm going to one up you. Okay. I'm going to hold my beer because I'm going to do something that's better than you. Okay, I'll hold it for as long as you want. I don't. I don't have a beer. I had a feeling you were going to have it because I've I've seen many different times you go out to get street tacos. So I I think you're going to have it pretty high up. Taco. Are you following me? On social media. <laughs> I'm not doing much there. Yeah. My, my number nine is kebabs. Kebab or Meat on a stick. Maybe some veggies, an onion, a pepper. I can't say I have this too much, but I do think it's, the, it's designed for the street. You get it. It's quick. It's, it's easy to eat. It's different things. Kebab. Lance has kebab. Jesse says, hold my beer. Kebabi Flay. Yeah. Kebab Woodward, it's, it's historical. I love a kebab. I, I have a version of it. Not just not kebabs, but a different kind of Bob. More of a Robert. Bob Burnquist. Yeah. Kickflip. My number eight. I'm going to take full responsibility for this one because it's Bon Me. It's Bon Me. Interesting. Interesting. There's this truck I used to go to working in the financial district. There are so many trucks I would go to. And there's some of the foods I have on the list and some I don't. But there was one truck that was a Bon Me truck and it was delicious. And it's, I think it's like a great street food because they're kind of like a thin, long sandwich, very economical. And you don't need the sort of intense like kind of everything is like, it's all about just putting it together more so. So I think it's something that will fill you up. It's something that you could just eat in your hand. And it's very, as they say in German price wert, which means it's worth the price. It's like a good deal. I think you just scored a goal, bond me a ham, but with pork. I never had a banh mi out of a, a street truck. I love banh mi. I've always had it from like a storefront, but I, I, it makes sense to have a banh mi truck. Very, uh, all you need is the ingredients. You can put them together. They're kind of like a lot of websites in 2012. They're pivoting to mobile. Makes sense. Yeah. My number seven, I think you're going to really slap me for this one, but I'm going to stick by it. I'm going to stick by it with a stick of butter because it's a buttered roll. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. I'm not this person. Okay. I'm I'm not this person anymore, but in my New York city career, you got to rush to work. It's early. You need something that'll fill you up, but you don't want to spend any money. You get a buttered roll, 75 cents, a dollar. Now it's probably like $3, but quick option the roll might be fresh and might be stale. You never know what you're getting. There's just that like weird chunk of butter in the middle. The people in the, the breakfast cart are always going to be nice to you. They're going to try to really lock you in as a regular. Mm-hmm. It's a nice routine that 
as we know from people like you ordering on the mobile app, it's going to disappear in about two years, but it's a nice interaction. It's a nice part of one's day makes people feel less alone in the world. And a buttered roll sounds simple. Maybe it's not moving the financial needle too much, but maybe it is because you know what? It's a buttered roll. Man, save the butter for the rolls, will you? I, I can't knock it. I've had plenty of butter rolls in my lifetime. But when I think street food, I'm going to slap you with an open palm. I mean, there's so many. We live in a melting pot of New York City. Melted you butter. A, you can get a buttered roll at a 7-Eleven in the middle of Idaho. Buttered roll? I, don't, I, think, I, don't, I think it comes with potatoes instead. Probably is great. I'm not, it's, I understand where you're going with that, and I love the breakfast uh, trucks and the, bre- the, the coffee and the classic cup, and it's, like, too hot. You can't drink it for hours. We I are happy to serve you. Yeah. It's, it's, it's legendary. The smell of the pastries, and, and it, it's, I do love that. But you could have got something better. You could have got, like, a street bacon, egg, and cheese. or a, No, who's doing that? I've done it. Weak. A buttered roll. It's like the Ukraine is weak. A buttered roll. All right. You're just trying to stir up controversy. I know you. I'm going to saddle up and get my stirrups on the horse. Yeah, that was your number seven. My number six, street food options. It's empanadas, Lance. I love an empanada mama. There's a truck called Nuchas. I've always I've seen it in Herald Square. I've gotten many empanadas there. Quick, easy, convenient good variety you can get a couple you can get one you can get different sauces on the side always consistent always good empanadas everyone's everyone's tried it it's always delicious are you or my co-comedy chef because i've also got empanadas as number six huge bang a a ding dong lance I actually would have, I thought about putting them much higher than number six, but the only reason why they're number six for me is because I've only gone to one specific truck often on the Lower East Side. I would get it for dinner. I get it. I think I've talked about it. I, off the top of my head, I can't remember the name and I really hope they're still there. They were on Delancey and like Norfolk. Not all the time, like weird. It was like, you know, maybe like 11 to six on like weekdays. And I feel like Mm -hmm. Sundays they were never there, Mm -hmm. but they had, I mean, they had a bunch of different ones, but this chicken, the chicken and cheese one they had was unreal. It's so good. So good. But I don't know. I do feel like there are, are mediocre empanadas and I, I don't know why I actually don't have it higher, but I feel like every other one I have further up on my list, I've had across the board and they provide a similar experience. I personally think this truck is so good that I'd be disappointed by any other empanada. That is on me. Number eight. strong i really i held your beer there yeah my number five is a hot dog just the og the classic street food when you think of new york city street food you think of that dirty water dog i've had a couple dirty water dogs in my lifetime not that consistently but overall there's a street dog simple i need a good snap on a good dog a dog that's got a nice bark to it give me a little pick me up Give me some mustard. Maybe I'll go mustard and ketchup. Maybe I'll just go ketchup. Maybe I'll just go mustard. Maybe I'll have the guy give me a buttered roll and put a hot dog in the middle of it. Is that a sandwich? No, it's a hot dog. Number six. Number five. Number four. It's number five. 
Are you my comedy co-chef? No, I've got, I've got number five. That's insane. Wow. Wow. That's that's unheard of. You're a dirty water dog. You're a dirty water dog. You're a reservoir dog. I have this. It was actually the first thing that came to my mind when you floated this category. It's also the first thing when I, I told, you know how we've had this thing where you assumed that the second we decide the top nine, I tell Kate so she could start thinking about her predictions. Usually that doesn't happen, but this time that did happen. And she's a little bit, I wouldn't say upset with me, but you know, she's like, your lists are, are crazy. She was not happy with my sides. Can't have, can't be. I mean, Phil, calamari Phil, is a side. Phil, by the way, uh, oh, I should actually, that's a good caveat, the comedy venue on the Lower East Side. She thought about putting in the joke about being a snack and a meal that Phil ended up putting into his predictions. And she was like, Phil, Phil's stealing my thunder. That's what Phil does. He's got that lightning in him. He don't, does. Don't, he don't, thinks corned beef hash is not an egg dish. It's because it is the game. The game is passing him by. I'm going to say it. No, Phil Jackson's still very relevant. He knows what's going on. He's so relevant that he knows that corned beef hash is a side. It's not a dish. It's not an egg dish. Anyway, do you, you want to get a, this is a, an admission, a, a startling admission that I kind of felt guilty about doing last week, but I have to come clean. Please. Mr. Clean. Calamari was a in pod edition. You did and it on my the real, fly. I did it on the fly, and I took out my real number four, which was macaroni salad, because I couldn't <laughs> handle you exploding on me and having the same argument we've had. And you would think I was just doing it to needle you, but it genuinely is my number four. But I was protecting you. That is very, very and then Kate's, Parmesan. Kate's like, when do you eat potato salad? I'm like, I like potato salad. And she claims I don't. I don't you know, you, you she's kind of siding with you. You definitely do. It was disheartening. That's, I mean, now it makes a lot of sense because you, you were thinking on the fly. You were trying to think, and calamari is clearly not a, a side. You were, now I get it. Now I get it. And you kind of backed down once you were called out on it. Not, I mean, if you had macaroni salad, I would have, I would have torn your head off. You, just, you can't handle the heat. You got to get out of the pot kitchen. I, I did it to protect you. You're protecting yourself. See, you're now projecting onto me. Protecting me? Let's I don't need to be protected. <laughs> Sidel could drown him into macaroni salad. I kind of want some macaroni salad now. But anyway, number, hot dog is a, a solid, very solid. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you think of hot dogs. I think they almost have, in New York, you get a hot dog on the street. There was a time where I would just go out and get two hot dogs for lunch after my buttered roll for breakfast. Nutritious. Now I'm a little bit healthier. Mm-hmm. But sometimes in a pinch, I'll get a hot dog on the side of the road. Pinch me. And poop my pants. It's well worth it. Cleans you out. My number four, top nine street food options. It's simple. It's classic. It's just chicken with rice. Probably one of my first, outside of the the hot dog, was my first street food was chicken with rice from the Halal guys. Just like almost mind-blowing that the white sauce, the red sauce, the the, the Halal chicken is, is different. The rice, the combination, the flavors, having it late at night after a couple of wobbly pops, going to the halal guys that's like midtown eastish, they'd be like a long six. Yeah. And the, the the different trucks and people winding up and all for that delicious chicken with rice. Number four. 
I, I gotta, I'll table this for wow. later. Wow, well, we almost went streaking back to back to back. Don't all right. Yeah, that's fair. All right. So uh, my number six was macaroni salad, <laughs> and my number five was hot dog. So my number four is biryani. Hold my biryani. What's biryani? Biryani is an Indian rice dish. If you go to many food trucks, there's a number that are like the halal chicken and rice. But I'd say kind of close behind number two in terms of like frequency are these uh, like Indian. It's an Indian dish um, where it's like it's rice cooked over. I think it's cooked slowly over curry. So it's like the rice is kind of like like the curry gets infused in the rice and there's all these different spices. I feel like a lot of times there's like a half of like a hard boiled egg. Yeah. And there's usually a meat, uh, usually chicken. Uh, they give you like, kind of like lettuce, similar in construction to the halal classic chicken over rice, but it's different. It's like a different cultural thing, but also similar. I, there outside in the, in the financial district, in my, my place of work, there was a, there was four trucks back to back to back to back that all were biryani wow. trucks. And I would, I tried like three out of the four and one was like really good. And the others were also good, but one was clearly like the best one. Hmm. And biryani you also get, pops. I feel like biryani trucks also usually not always, but usually have uh, roti as well. Hmm. It's like, you know, yeah. And it's, it was a, I feel like it's, um, I I think I've only had it as as, uh, street food. I don't think I've ever had it in like a restaurant. I don't even think I've seen it. I feel like there it must be in in restaurants, but that's rabbit. And I think also, I, I don't know exactly, but I feel like I almost sort of accidentally make biryani when Kate will make like a curry. And then the next day, I'll take the rice and the curry and kind of like fry it up as like fried rice. And I, I don't think it's, it's not exactly the same, but I think there's a similarity there. I got to try Delicious. it. Sounds scrumptious. That's my number four. Yeah. Very young. Four. four built Watch up. out. Kim Chi of sides. I'm Tiger Woods. <laughs> braised open. We need a fall braised open. My number three street food options I'm talking sausage, Lance. Sausage. Sausage links, sausage and peppers. In the town I grew up in, Hillsdale, New Jersey, a 90-year-old lady, 90-year-old plus sausage lady standing outside. Sign up for it. She would be serving out sausages, uh, piping hot. Rumors are that she was German and hated Jews, but it doesn't mean the sausage wasn't great. My mom loved it. My mom loved the sausage. I love I love sausage. I'm not sure that she's still out there tossing around these sausages. But that was my first introduction to a sausage truck. But I'm talking, you go to like a, a carnival or like an outdoor festival, and we got Italian sausages on the, the griddle, long, the spiral sausages. I love it. I, I got to have it. Sausage. Not denying, not knocking sausage. In fact, after this, I assembled materials to cook sausage and peppers. Oh, that's a good Monday treat. It's going to be my Monday treat. Good for you. Monday night football. Spicy, spicy or sweet? But you always go hot. Bye-bye. I'm not a sweet. I'm not a sweet guy. You're the sweet artisan.
I am a sweet boy, but sometimes a nice combination of spicy and hot, spicy and sweet. People nice. say that, but we know it. We want the hot. Yeah, I'm, I'm a hot guy. You're a hot guy. Yeah, sausage sauce. I so okay. I see where you're going, but this is what I think of sausage. Kind of in the where you're going to have it in the context you're talking about. Number one at a ballpark, a ballpark primo sausage. That's primo, premio, with peppers. But I would say ballpark food number two are adjacent to street num- foods. But you're having it in a ballpark. It's not on the street. It's in a close. Number two, street fairs. As you're talking about, you're having it on the street. But it's kind of a manufactured situation that's not organic. The ingredients are not two dollars more than normal because they're not organic. It's it's just there between ten to six on nine eleven, and then it's gone. I'm so talking Hillsdale lady I, Nazi lover. You could you could you talk about this lady who I think got sent back to Germany because they found out. Like that guy, in, you know that guy in Queens? They like found out some guy in Queens was like a, a Nazi guy and yeah. they sent him back, but he was like yeah. 97 years old. I mean, they're probably welcoming back this woman for sausage. She was spectacular. I saw the sausage. Sausage. I saw the sausage. Yeah. I think Ace of, Ace of Base, I feel like one, I, I could be totally making this up, but I feel like they had some weird associations with the Reich. But I, I really could be making that. It's like a, you know, that's a ridiculous accusation. That's a deep cut. I feel like I heard that once, but I don't want to, it's not nice to, to make up things. But this is the pod. You got to say things off the cuff. Exactly. We're, we're a talk show. Fact yeah. check this. I like Ace of Bass's music. I will say this. So you love Nazis. My number two, street food options. It's chicken souvlaki on a stick. Similar to kebabs. I'm talking souvlaki. There's a lady on Ditmars called the Souvlaki Lady has her own little truck. The best chicken on a stick I've ever had. It is unctuous and scrumptious. It's got lemon, like salt, oregano. The, the chicken's been marinating on a stick for years, it feels like. Simple. It's quick. Whenever I'm like in between meals and I need a quick little pick-me-up, I walk by the lady. She gives me chicken on a stick. And I'm going to tell her, hey, you know my number two? Top nine street foods. Suvaki is delicious. I almost want to, if you're going to hold my beer, I'm going to pour it in and do a Suvaki bomb. <laughs> that would be fantastic. That's a big thing in, in the story, especially. There's a lot of Suvaki uh, street p- people. Suvaki? They serve, they serve like, not just chicken, but there's like, por- there's pork yeah, Suvaki. Like, you're talking about, there's a lot of people named Susan Blocky. Yeah. The Vlocky family is big in a story. Do you I got a story to tell. Do you think legal action ever comes against them, that family? Probably. Sue the Vlocky flam? You have to sue Vlocky. <laughs> you get mad. Should hire Kate. To sue sue Vlocky? Yeah. Yeah, Suvaki is delicious. I, I definitely had it, but I, I feel like I never go for it. I usually will get like a gyro or like a like a greek chicken wrap at a diner i've definitely had suvlaki but i actually can't remember ever having it wow which is crazy so i'll have to have it soon it's 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 the best i think it's like the most basic thing but i think it's always consistently good especially when it's these people that just focus on the suvlaki the suvlaki lady the number one but actually the number one street food option in my book 
the book of street food options is the falafel, the falafel wrap specifically. I first had the falafel on birthright again, and it broke open my mind into these different flavors, the hummus, the, the toppings, the pickles, the tahini, the onions, but the falafel is the main star. The king of falafel on Dimars has a spicy falafel that is insane. It's crispy, hot on the inside. They give you a free falafel while you're waiting for other dishes. I think falafel is by far and away the best street food option. It's hearty. It's tasty. It doesn't feel like it's uh, dirty. It doesn't feel like it's like cheap. It's falafel. Number one. I, I can't totally disrespect it, but I just think it's too inconsistent for it to be number one. There's so much bad the top falafel of the, top of the line. That's with anything, though. No, but falafel especially. You got that dry falafel. reminds you of bad scrambled eggs. Ugh. Top of the line falafel, though, is like, you're like, how am I having this on the street? That's, the, that's with anything. I know. No, like, but falafel, bad, I think falafel has a, the risk is, not that it's like, it's just like dry and I, when it's dry, it's just so bad. And then if you have like, if you have it in a wrap with the pita, I feel like sometimes the pita is not fresh, get stale falafel, stale pita. I'm it's spoiled. just, I'm spoiled out here. Astoria. King of falafel is, is it a truck? Yeah. It's a truck on Dimars, but they have a storefront now on Broadway Astoria, but it, the truck is unbelievable. I usually just have Mamoons, which is good. Although it does vary, I think. Lord varies from Game of Thrones. But the falafel destroys my moons. The falafel. You're coming out to Astoria this week, right? For, to, for so a show. It's a little comp. I'm, yeah, I am. I, you should grab a side of falafel just to try the falafel from the truck. You have to. Is it close to QED? Yeah. Five minute walk. Okay. You got it. I'll do it. I'll do it. King of falafel. I'll do it. Thank you. I'll, I'll report back. Yeah, I'll report back on the Discord. Subscribe to the Discord. Please. You won't be disappointed. It's going to knock your socks off. My number three is shawarma. Hold my shawarma, 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 chameleon. No, actually, I literally just thought of it. Wow. Literally. I, literally. 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 How do you think, Scott? How do you think if you're Scottish, how do you say literally? Oh. What do you say about it? It's good. I think it's, it basically it's good. I, I said I, I was first intimidated by the spit and, and like it looked kind of like uh, spit, oh, that, yeah. that's that's like not understanding what kind of meat that was and why is it formed like that. But then you look at the process and it's great. My first introduction to shawarma was actually in Copenhagen on Aww. on Stral, which is the main. It's like a walking, it's like close to pedestrians. A lot of Copenhagen is really set up. If you're a biker, you'd love Copenhagen. It's set up. So like cars, it's very difficult for cars to kind of get in the center of the city. Sounds like Amsterdam. Yeah, it's like Amsterdam, but in Denmark and not Amsterdam. Mm -hmm. But there was shawarma. Like it's actually eating out. I've said this before, I think. Eating out in Denmark is very expensive. Pretty much never... I ate out like three or four times. One time we got pizza and it was like a restaurant, but it was like 60 bucks a person for, it's like crazy. It's it's very expensive, but it's, it's kind of because you eat at the home generally. And then going out to eat is like more of a occasion, but 
the exceptions to this was there was a lot of shawarma places. I think there was a few like cheaper pizza places. And then there was, I remember there was this one Chinese place that was like the worst Chinese food I've ever had in my life. And I was really disappointed. And then I came back to America just craving Chinese food. But anyway, the shawarma was delicious and I would get it all the time because if I wasn't cooking, which we cooked a lot, but it was kind of really the only somewhat other than actually McDonald's, which I had all the time. It was either McDonald's or shawarma. And those were kind of the options if you weren't going to cook. Wow. And at least the options I knew, you know, I was only there for three months and I'm sure there's other things that I just didn't seek out or know about, but I really grew to enjoy shawarma quite a bit. And it was a, a food that I just never knew about. And then it kind of opened me up to just the fact that there are almost endless permutations of food that are made from similar ingredients, right? Right. Shawarma is, you know, it's bread, it's meat, it's vegetables, just prepared in a way that, you know, growing up I was unfamiliar with. And it was one of the first foods that made me realize like across cultures, there's obviously differences, but a lot of foods are the same. That's deep. Who knew Kopp and Isabel Hagen didn't have that many food options. Kopp with comic is Bill Hagen. Kopp with comic. Brian Coppin. <laughs> yeah. My number, my number two, you could give me back my beer because it's tacos. Wow, there it is. Tacos are made for eating at a table, but also for the street. I think it's great because you could have a snack taco, just get one, or you could have a meal, three tacos. Obviously, if you get a, three tacos, they all have to be the same. Nope. Otherwise, you're rude. Think you're being crude, especially Crude Van from, Especially from a, a street food option. If they're giving you different options of tacos, you can get three different kinds. Yummy, I'm yummy, in my just, tummy. You you better tip like fifty percent. Sure, if it's a four dollar taco, we'll give them two bucks on top. If you're getting three different tacos that cost twelve dollars, you should it should be you should give them eighteen dollars. You should. No, you should, because I'm getting the same. You should for me. But tacos, I feel like you could have them while you're walking also. Well, it depends really on how many and, and what they are. I actually came very close to having pizza on my list because it's just like a food. This happened to me the other day. No, this happened to me. I did this. I actively did this. I went to Joe's Pizza. I got two slices. I ate one there. People were really annoying. So I left and I walked the sec I ate the second slice walking down the street. But then I realized this is not a street food. This is right. just a food you can eat on the street. There's a difference. Right. And there are pizza food trucks, but there's there's more they're not. It's garbage. Than real. Yeah. Yeah, but tacos, the flavor, I feel like they're they're varied, but also you know a taco is gonna gonna be good. And if it's bad, then it's gonna get run out of town pretty quickly. Love a taco. And you can also mask it. A bad taco with like a nice salsa, a good guacamole. Oh, yeah. Yes, exactly. It's a bar taco as a high ceiling. Yeah. Low floor. And my number one is the halal style chicken over rice. Wow. There I is. just think it is the street food. It's economical. It's filling, very flavorful. There's like a, it's almost like ritualistic. You get the rice, usually chicken, but you can get other stuff. You get the vegetables, white sauce, hot sauce. I get a little bit of white sauce and then say extra hot sauce. Wow. You go extra hot. That's, that's extra. really hot sauce. 
That's the real deal. At, at, so at Falafel Guys, this is also, there's a nice little oh, story, guys. middle story here. I was actually with Brainiac 2KO and, or not with Brainiac, we were, we were going out. It was like the week before I turned 21. We went, uh, what were you saying? Uh, Suvlaki bombing mm-hmm. at this place. And we were talking about like two of us were turning 21 the next week. And then we got drunk and we were loudly talking in the sake bombing place about how we were about to turn 21. Wow. Classic. Rev- Rebel underage drinking. Then we went to Koreatown and like did karaoke and Brainiac 2KO had some sort of friend. We were in college. I guess we were, this was like in between junior and senior year of college. Brainiac 2KO had some friend from college who was there. And he, they left to go, you know, um, to go necking. What do you mean? To uh, suck on each other's faces. Oh, okay. You know, well, necking. necking. I, I get it. And so we were saying, "You're going to fuck." I don't know. You know. You know. You know. I'm, I'm just being serious. Um, but anyway, they we were staying at Brainiac 2KO's uncle's apartment. He was like out of town, hmm. and we were staying at his apartment. And he left with this girl, and it was myself and two other friends, friends of the pod. And we went to we like walked. We were in Koreatown, and his his apartment was on the Upper West Side. So we like walked from Koreatown to the Upper West Side. We stopped at Halal Guys. We got, I guess, so much hot. Like it was so spicy. I remember like we ate some of it like on the street and it was so spicy. I remember getting three bottles of water and just like downing them all. And that then when we the real deal, like those, those guys then, are almost like, it's like a weapon. Like, are you sure you want more yeah. spicy sauce? And then when we got back, I just remember we had the sink running and we were just eating it and then like guzzling water. Cause it was so hot. That's great. That, that, those kind of nights are like, the magical experiences when you go out drinking and then you go out to halal guys for the first time. And then none of us ever saw each other again. That's, that's even more magical. Yeah. But that was, yeah, but the whole, that story, notwithstanding, I, I've consistently had the halal guys. I've actually, I used to go to their storefront on 14th street. There's also this place. I think they have trucks all over. I think it's Adele's halal. It's either Adele street food or Adele's halal. And I think maybe even better than falafel guys, one of the touches of Adele's, which you like. keep saying falafel guys. Falafel guys. Because I was thinking about falafel. falafel uh, guys. Did I say falafel guys all the time? No, but you like went back times. and forth a little bit. But I like the name falafel guys. Why not? It's making me have a full laugh. What about a half laugh? <laughs> one, one and a half laugh. And a baby. I've been thinking about falafel because at Adele's Halal, if you get chicken over rice, they'll give you on the side a falafel. Yeah, you love that. That's what uh, King of Falafel does as well. It's a nice little touch. And then it's, it's smart marketing. It's like, oh, I'll give, we'll give you one falafel. And if it's a strong falafel, you're going to want to get another falafel. And you get a side of falafel and you get a falafel wrap. Then you're full of falafel. Sarah McLaughlin, this was a great top nine street foods. Not too, not too shabby. Not too shabby. You're eating yeah. Nazi sausage, but other than that, we're doing pretty good. It's delicious sausage. Even people who have hate in their hearts make good food. No, this is for sure true. Oh, yeah. Talking about hate in your hearts, Phil Jackson comes in. I got no hate in my heart for that kid. I love that kid. With his predictions. It's good. We'll see. We'll see how he does. Golly gosh. Look at the sweet street feet. 
delicately sliding across the pavement. <laughs> Scrape my knees, Phil. No, my body. Take the kitchen on the road this week with the bountiful creativity of dishes prepared while fully immersed in the culture. Immerse me. Bounty hunting. Milf hunter. <laughs> when most restaurants seek to build nice ambiance, these street vendors hope to soak up the vibes and energy of their environment. Bingo. Eloquent. Dunk me in a bag of flour and gently drop me into a vat of oil because I'm feeling like a fried wonder this week, chefs. Philly fries coming in hot. Without any further ado, here's what our artisan finds on the streets when he's pounding the pavement. I want to pound you, Phil. Halal. Just halal? He just says halal. Hello, hello. See, this is, I, this I know, is, I know what he's doing. Is, you know. I'm not gonna. I'm not, I, I know where he's going. I know what he meant. It is a little vague. It's a little non. I think Phil had a long weekend. Phil went. Phil had a Giants game. Maybe he's. Maybe he's. He's casting a wide net. Hopefully, he. Let's see how he goes. Is this Phil or is this Seidel? I know you're playing the seed. Elote or Mexican style corn? Okay, that's fair. They had the, at the street fair yesterday. I don't think of it as a street food because it's not there as that often but I've, when i have it it's fantastic i love i haven't had it that much but i've had it but it's yeah i love it i like it a lot it's a good one tacos bang i like a ding dong gotta be phil bao bun or pork buns interesting i don't see that as a street food phil is falling off real quick here what what's going on here bao buns. dumplings no phil what you think phil's ever had street food Phil, what are, we, what are we doing here, Phil? Phil, I maybe had a couple of road sodas before these predictions. Phil, the Zen master, might have went to a couple of Grateful Dead shows and is still wreaking the consequences of some psychedelics. Phil, dumplings? You can't have street food dumplings. Tortas. Yeah, I've had, I've had a, a street torta. This is not a, ter- not a terrible guess. I've Tort- had, yeah, tortas are good. Torta spelling. Bonus arepas. Strong. Arepas as well. Arepas was at the street fair as well. I've never had a good arepa though. I've never like, they always look good. They always look appetizing. Uh, I yeah, it. I it's, agree. It's like a cheesy. I hard agree. It, it looks so great, but it's, it's always just greasy. And it's like polenta. I've actually, I think I've had a, but the most I've had is the place Caracas in mm-hmm. the East village. Mm-hmm. And I've had that like a bunch, but I actually don't know if I had, if I've had a rapist anywhere else. So maybe I'm just judging this place. For one of my Spanish classes in middle school, we had to have a group assignment where we all went in different groups to a person's house and make arepas and also ham hocks. Sounds good. It was good. Sounds anti-Semitic. It always is. It always is. Sausage, ham. What could you do? John ham. Madman. Phil, thank you for the predictions. I believe Kate has a busy week ahead. Not, oh, yeah. not, 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 to, not to give away, but I believe she's working hard, hitting the pavement, probably having to eat a street food while she's hitting the, the, the office and did not have any predictions this week. But no, no fault to her own. I could have reminded her, but if she would have been stressed out. She, uh, she's had a very busy day today. I understand. Busy she actually is staying with my parents this week due to work and is going to go to uh, dinner on Drode's birthday with Drode. The surprise, did I tell you the surprise party is canceled? Yeah. On the 18th, it's and canceled. She, and she's gone. She's, she's, but she's, she's going to a different surprise. 
that was i'm not going to it oh okay wow that is good for kate but that is tough going without uh, you tough. to a family outing i well i almost went because i'm like i'm throwing you to the my, my sister is going okay so i'm like okay i don't have to and it's logistically it's almost impossible for me to get there anyway so it's like i was like willing to go because i was like i can't throw kate into the situation i mean she and she stays with my parents without me. It's, it's kind of fine, but there should be more people there. And I'm like this, and she has this very busy trial. So I'm like, this is, this is a lot happening. Um, a lot of, but my sister is, is kind of saving the day, which I'm, I'm thankful for. Wow. That's a good wife on CBS. Yeah. All right. Want to do some QABs? Also, they never found out about the surprise party anyway. So they don't listen. We, yeah. Yeah. I'm right. You got any QABs? I sure do. You got one QAB? I got one QAB. It's actually been bothering me throughout this episode. Do you want me to go first? Because mine's not that. Sure. Mine's mine's nothing special, but you can go first. Are we telling the listeners to turn it off? Mine is actually pretty great. I would would not change that channel. Mine is going to make you question everything. All right. Mine's mediocre. My QAB is these memes about Steve from Blue's Clues. I don't get it. He, he's back. Great. I go onto Instagram 42 times a day. Every other time, it's like something like four images of Steve from Blue's Clues. And I'm like, does everything have to be not about the thing? It's just like, why can't there just be a thing? It happens. It's over. And there doesn't have to be this like commentary about the thing. So let this guy enjoy his comeback. You don't think Steve likes this? No. You don't think Steve loves the attention? Also, it is going to go away. I'm sure in a week people forget. It just about it just feels like everything is like a joke on itself, and no nothing has meaning in and of itself, and it just bums me out. I don't really get that. I, I everybody I, manipulating a situation to make attention for themselves that no one cares anyway. It just it's it's ridiculous. It's, a, it's like a communal. We all it's can, not can relate to it. A lot of people grew up watching steve from blues clues were like, exactly and that's happened? it steve that's so it so he came back and we're supposed to ignore it we're supposed to not make no we say memes? steve came back that's great and now it's just all these memes this is how we this is how we communicate these days it's this pathetic is, this is this is how we share the singer i think i actually the day that happened i, I did stand up and i think i riffed on it when i got on stage steve you had a good riff that's the, that was the exact i was there i think i'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. i was there yeah and what about after the, phil was hosting that's the exact, but to extend this commentary, it's not even about Steve return. It's about like, I'm dating. And then it's like Steve from Blue's Clues being <laughs> like, why didn't you uh, show up to the date? And it's like, what does this even mean? What are we doing? Interesting. It's I pathetic. It's kind of funny. It's, it's going to run its course. Stop it's not hiding gonna... behind Steve from Blue's Clues and go work out. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe I will. Wow, angry quab. Steve's back. Good for him. I've, he went on Jimmy I found, Fallon. I, I found the answer. Get off your phone. Get that. Get get a clue from Blue. I love that show. Maybe no. Does even, anyone even like the, no? <laughs> people love Steve. Maybe I mean you're the one who's looking at him on your scrolling Instagram. Maybe you. Get I can't. Off your phone. Maybe you're projecting onto these people. Maybe you're snackery, saying that I'm twisted. Stop manufacturing a corned beef. Not an egg dish. My questionable at best. 
Yesterday, I was starving. I was very hungry at nighttime. Almost, some might say famished. I ordered some chicken wings of the buffalo variety, and they came piping hot, and I'm just like, I'm not, I started eating and I've had one or two wings. I'm not even tasting these wings. I'm just swallowing them down my gullet. Scarf. Scarf from Lion King. I take a vicious bite out of my cheek. I chew on my own cheek, the part of my cheek next to the inside <laughs> of my, my mouth. I start bleeding. I'm still starving and I have blood filling my mouth. I'm in pain. I'm mad at myself. And I'm hungry. And I have to deal with this thought of like, I have to now deal with this blood in my mouth. There's blood in the water. There's blood in the leaves. There will be blood in my mouth. The vicious bite of my cheek. Mo cheeks. Can't coach this. I have to decide, am I so hungry that I'm going to just have blood, bloody buffalo wings in my mouth? I'm not that much of a savage. Take a deep breath. I, I calm down. I get a couple of paper towels. I clog the blood. I have to take like a five-minute break and like wait for this bleeding to stop. And now there's like a callus. Anytime the buffalo wings after were terrible. The spiciness was like like a, a, a fire inside, a, a discord inferno in my mouth. I couldn't enjoy the buffalo wings. I was famished. I, it, it was a debacle, horrible UAB. I love this. It's like a symphony of cacophony. Like Buffalo Oma. <laughs> it was just I that that is I mean I've I've rarely related to something so so hard. Yeah, it's it was visceral. I, I haven't bit my cheek in a while, but I I've been there. And you gotta decide what's more important, my gullet or my health and survival. And usually I'll choose the gullet. I'll do a bloody Buffalo. I was, I was thinking about it. I was like, enhances the sauce. It's, sometimes, sometimes, you know, swallow your pride, swallow your blood. But the, the spiciness combined with the open gash in my mouth, spicy blood, spicy blood. It was in, it was just, you're saying it was kind of running rampant. Uh, Steve gash, not playing any defense. Yeah, absolutely. No date. It was fried Diablo in my mouth. You think it was like a kind of like a not sophomore, it's not the right word, but like a debaucherous legal duo, Franklin and Gash. <laughs> this is funny. We are funny. TBS. Great show. A couple of lawyers. Yeah, I feel like you're really gashing out at this incident, but I think it's okay. Steve Gash is not as good of a choke as I bit into my mo cheek. It was, uh, I needed, I needed a fire department to take out the flames in my mouth. I'm still, and it's still terrible. I'm, I've been battling an injury throughout this pod. I could have said at the top, I've been just fighting for every inch on here. Every word I say is, it hurts me. Besides, guess guess what I do? I come out and I, I power through it. It sounds like there's a real clash of ideal ideals in your, your mouth, it's kind of like almost like it's democracy versus gashism. Yeah. I got a mouthful of gashism right now. I can go for some gash, not in my mouth. Well, maybe I can go for a gash in my mouth. But when I, I, I hope this heals soon. 
Sometimes when I pay, I do gash only. <laughs> Things are not swiping through my mouth easily, especially the side. I'm only taking dollar bills. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's bring in the closer. A one, a two, a one, two, three. It's, 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 it's. Yeah. Sweet sauce, Lance. In the books. You got your special recording coming up. Episode 94, in the books. How the hell are you, Lance? Come to Lance's recording on the 26th. All right. All right. And also, if you can't get enough of us, or me, come to Giggles and Cream on thursday september 30th it's the cone back show and the we Cone-back give out free show. ice cream after the show like oprah kate kate made a david cone reference the other day love that is kate a yankees fan she is wow even better good for her class absolute class all right thanks for listening everybody thanks for listening we'll see you next week thanks for supporting the pod and that's it. Hey.